everybody. Welcome to Conversations in Coffee, episode number nine with Dano O'Toole. Nice Dano, to see you. Good to see you. Thank you so much for coming you? on, brother. I really appreciate giving me your time. Obviously, Pleasure. in between your classes here, we're in SBG, Dublin. Yeah. Um, the Mecca. Can't get better than this. You know, That's true. I have had an episode in SBG, Dublin 24, which is another part of the great franchise. Gym. It's another great gym. But this is the SBG um, Ireland, we'll call it. This is where it all started, yeah. This is the HQ. This so is the HQ. They all so branded off from this gym. Yeah, so in this gym, we have the likes of. So every, you name it, everybody's came from this gym, from like Conor McGregor, of course, Paddy Houlihan, Chris Fields. There's a photo just behind you here with all the fires that have originated from here. Mm-hmm. So Carl Pendred. Carl Pendred, Ashton Daly. Gunny Nelson. Uh, yeah, Gunny Nelson, Artem Lovov. Ash the Bash. Yeah, Pierre Quigley. Yeah, it's the amazing, whole. Everybody's yeah. here, like. Yeah. But um, how did it begin for you? Where did it start for you? So it's a mad story for me, actually. I was like mad into football as a when grown I was a up. kid, yeah, grown up. Like I was in school, all my mates were like a big Liverpool mm-hmm. support. I was crazy about football. I was kind of shit though. So my brother, like my, my brother, suffered bad from like he kind of like a little bit bullied, and he was like he had bad like anxiety in school. So my mom wanted to put him into a martial arts scenario, like into, into like a traditional martial art, like cry. But um, one of my older cousins, Pierre, he joined in. He had a club that he was going to. It was actually just in a little hall, Conkey Hall, in, called Shuriken Jiu-Jitsu. And then uh, when my ma was dropping my brother down to the, to the place with my cousin, he, my cousin was older, so we kind of like looked up to him. Mm-hmm. So when we were going to, when my brother was getting dropped down, I was in the car with my mom. And uh, when, he, when we went to the gym, like, he, he wouldn't go in. He was kind of scared. And, he was, and I was like, here, man, look, I'll give it a shot if he comes in. Mm-hmm. I ended up falling in love with it. Like, I ended up, like, knew, straight away. that I want to do, yeah. Yeah, it was mad. Like, nothing I never thought of. I went in, and, like, I was crazy about it. I went in. I was like, man, this Especially is... going from one extreme to another. Like, having yeah. such an interest in football and then going to, yeah, like, into such a mixed martial arts background. And this martial arts was not, like, it wasn't, like... It's not like, sh- like the old Christ style in the suits or nothing. It was no, like proper hardcore hard concrete yeah. floors getting flipped. Yeah, like, looking yeah. like it was a ma- we had a mad, we used to have to call him ma- like a sensei than a master. And we had this like six year old man, like his name's Daniel Rooney, he's a legend. So it was like Karate Kid, oh, literally. Man. It was like proper Mr. Miyagi. Order. Yeah, proper order. Yeah, he was like, yeah, my name's Daniel, the real, so. They're the real uh, <laughs> Daniel's yeah, son. Yeah, Daniel's son, yeah. They're funny, that's why everybody slagged me over the jump. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not slagging you now. Um, I mean, we- we'll just quickly touch on it. Yeah. We'll get into how you began. Obviously, you've told me yeah. that that was the, the start, but um, you've got four belts now. Yeah, it's uh, like four, long, right? yeah, four belts. Yeah, four belts. Yeah. So yeah. long story short, basically, I, when I like, I'll tell you about how I started off and how I came to SVG. But when I came here, yeah, I wanted to compete. Like I was, I was crazy about competing. That's why I left my other club, and uh, I ended up going in just. I wanted to do MMA starting off, but I, like, to, to get there, I, I took a K1 fight in a short notice, mm-hmm. which a uh, K1 is known as like kickboxing, but like full contact. Okay. Like, it's like toy boxing, like it's just different rules. Head and body. Yeah, head, body, knees, you know, that kicks, everything. The it's just, there's just no contact. like ground fighting. There's so, no limits really, is there? Yeah, that's it. It's a pure fight. Just, there's no like grind Minus shots. Minus the wrestling and jiu-jitsu. Yeah, jiu-jitsu, yeah. So I went in, my first fight, done well, I won. And I was like, oh, Jesus, like, this is, I'm actually all right at this. So I kind of get, gained confidence and I went in again. I started, like, I Love went on a roll. Yeah. End of things, yeah. yeah. So I went down, I went around eight, eight wins, zero losses. I was like, Jesus. So I got a toil fight. When I got the toil fight, I was actually watching the UFC with my mates and uh, I was eating a pizza and my coach texted me. He's like, hey, Dana, what's up? We're at the game off for the toil fight, like, uh, on Saturday. This was like a Saturday, just like, so we had a week notice. One I was week. like, yeah, so I'm eating this pizza, like, yeah, fuck it, I'll make it. This yeah, is the worst yeah, thing I could system, be eating, but yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, you just you yeah. realize after this pizza, I'm getting straight into discipline. I'm going to train really That's hard it, next yeah. week and then jump in for the fight. Yeah, so I go, I was like, God, Jay's like, toil free. This is what I've always dreamt of. Mm-hmm. And like, when I joined Martial Arts, like, I always like I always said, oh, Jay's, imagine one day I could win a toil. Like, it was always like, it was a big, big goal of mine. Like, I always, my nanny like raised me and I always said to my nanny, like, oh, watch this, nanny, one day I'm going to win a belt and all. I'll be like a champion. Is, when you started off, you kind of, 
you had this vision and a dream that you know almost like a law of attraction like yeah, yeah. I want to win a belt you yeah. thought of yourself with the belt you yeah. envisioned this oh man I used to be, of them. yeah definitely I used to be like what like anytime I walk past the mirror you know what I mean I, like, like as you say like, I used to like shut up box and I dream like yeah. in your head like your crazy yeah, thoughts yeah. yeah I mean I went to see um I went to see one of your fights in the Go Council um, on one of the, the shows, one of the cards there. And this is actually how I first got to know you. There was a large group of people that I would have known outside of uh, the sport. And I watched Lee Hammond fighting. Um, one of, it was actually his first stand-up fight. Yeah, yeah. And Keen Cowley was in his corner and Kiefer and that. And, and like I remember looking at Lee and saying to myself, this would be a real test for him because he's had to been on the ground, working so hard at jiu-jitsu, working his way up the belt, and then he's stand-up, right? Yeah. So I'd seen him fighting, and I'd seen how hard it was, and then you walked out, and everyone was saying, watch, watch this now, check this out. Yeah. And I was like, who's he? And they were like, that's Dan O'Toole. And I was like, any good? And they were like, you'll see now. And you went in, and <laughs> I, I'm not joking, like, first impression, last impression, I seen you go to, go to business in there, and I thought to myself, you know, you're, you're doing really well. And then after that, actually, like, a lot of the belts came, and then you start doing even better, you know? That's mad, like, you said that, because when I was in school, like, uh, like I never, like everybody never knew I really fought. No. So like people like used to come to me. You're not a fighter, you know. You don't fight and all. So when people actually came to see me fight, they're kind of like, whoa, like yeah, this is away because I'm I don't come across as like that. You like, don't though. You don't. Yeah. I, have to say I don't try to show off don't. or I don't like no. cocky and I'm like I'm not into like kind of. But when you get in and I have a time, switch, yeah, like know, that's what I'm saying. Like when I'm in there, like I'm competitive, like like I take a profession, you know. I mean, like I have to switch off, like I switch it on, switch it off. Mm -hmm. And that is a true athlete. Like a true athlete knows when to switch off and knows how to train their body um, at extreme conditions and really work hard and yeah. then when the time is to relax and, and you know have a rest day and 100 you know a, a true kind of athlete knows how to do that so right now we're sitting in you know the cage in sbg here and um, so this cage this exact cage is where mcgregor spars this is the exact place where artem lobov would have sparred uh, mcgregor uh, all the guys come in anybody that you've seen on the telly or fought in the ufc or in bellator or any events this is this, this is, is where the cage they, they and that's really, i'm really grateful probably that people use this like, i feel special almost in here because mm. i'm used to seeing this cage on the on the telly and now <laughs> we're sitting in it and to think so many you know amazing people that have went on to do amazing things for the sport and the country have yeah. come through these you get a feeling don't you like first time walking you in do, like yeah it's do. a weird it's an eye opener i have to yeah. say um that's what, like in like the things that you'd see in this ring you would have paid for like some of the fights start like the sparse that we get to see in here like it's crazy like, if you think about like there used to be days here and i used to be down here on pads like three or four and a day connor be coming down here him and old ruddy they'd be like here on pads and like you're like realistically like in like 30 40 50 years time like they're gonna be known as like the greats like the yeah. way we have like ali or mike tyson posters or mm -hmm. like realistically like no he's, different he's made history he has made history yeah, exactly like, he paved the way for a lot of people coming up now 100%. Like, like i loved martial arts before and like i wasn't just like i, I didn't just jump you in didn't the bandwagon. Jump in the bandwagon. Yeah. i know that i know you yeah. don't need to explain that to me and, and i think a lot of people that would be watching this episode that know you yeah know that you well, it was a big it's a big a big mo like it was obviously a motive well, in fairness though i have to say this too a lot of people that are doing really well in the sport were yeah. there before the hype nearly everybody yeah nearly you know, everybody like, there yeah. is some people that have jumped on and have which is really a good well thing it. it's amazing yeah, it's a good but thing. a lot of the people that you know have have actually went on to do really good things like yourself and many others in this gym and other gyms around the country were in it before there was any knowledge or even when the questions were being asked what is mma or you know yeah. oh, i know about the ufc but i don't know about jiu-jitsu or you know yeah. a lot of the guys were in it from the get-go yeah and you were one of them definitely like, i remember my first day 
when I, when, I, when I decided to join like SVG, it wasn't like, it was actually funny. I went to join a different team actually in Luke and I didn't, I heard about my mate was in school, wasn't it? And me and my mate, actually Richie, we were coming down with my dad. Was, I was like, there's a gym down with a big gorilla on it. There's a big monkey, right? At the time- And it's along my road? Yeah, along my road. But yeah, I used went to be in a, there before yeah, many a times. And yeah. it used to be a garage with a, it used to be a garage just around the corner actually, just, just at the side of this gym now, where they used to, they had actually a big blow up monkey. Yeah, and I was I trying remember. to pass, I was looking for this big monkey. Yeah, because like, well, it was quite hidden, it was in at the long market. Nearly. Yeah, yeah, so I was Do you like, know what, this is going to be crazy, you know, you'll probably laugh at this, but... Do you know who brought me to the long mile for my first free class with Owen Roddy for yeah, Jiu-Jitsu? No. It was Peter Morrissey. Peter. Yeah. And I know you went to college with him. Yeah, yeah, and, and Peter, and Dylan, they are legends. And, uh, Peter, yeah. Peter Morrissey and Dylan Malone, they're great lads. And, but they brought me, it was actually Peter brought me to the long mile one. And um, I'm surprised you bring it to the Black Lion. No, yeah. <laughs> for lunch. No, that, that was where he was lived when yeah, he was in college. Yeah, stop, man. He used to go in, he knew us and all by name and everything. <laughs> he was actually yeah. telling me that the other day. Now, he's a great bloke, but he um, he was really good at Jiu Jitsu. Um, Serious, yeah. For whatever reason, yeah. he gave it up, I don't know. And I'm sure if he's listening to this now, he'll probably kick himself and Shout maybe get a bit of motivation to get back in. <laughs> but no, he was really good at it. Honestly, he was very good. And um, he brought me up and I gave it a bash. and. I just phased out of it, I did, and, and then I went back and I, I gave it another bash, but um, I don't know, there's always been that call for me to come back and give it another try. Yeah. It's not that I'm really good at it, I think when I do jiu-jitsu, you know, I don't do it for the competitive side of things, I don't do it for... There's a lot of go values, in. I think, in like uh, martial arts, like teacher, like, to you be honest. You can take other Definitely. attributes from it too, yeah. yeah. Like, even like... Like the, yourself, really. Yeah, 100%, like, when I came into like, the martial arts, realistically, like, I always found it difficult, like, Listening to my mad dad, I mean, like them telling me what to do. I mean, it was always like, oh, like, man, leave me alone, dad. Yeah. When I came to martial arts, that really taught me, like, uh, disciplined me, like, about respect. It taught me values, like, how to respect others. Yeah, like, mm. really did. Like, they say, like, how can you respect other people yeah. if you can't respect yourself? 100%. If you self respect, then that just kind of almost glows out to other people. That kind of nearly projects to other people, like, I'm feeling like he's, he's respecting himself, so I'll respect him. And, before, like you see, when I was in, in boxing, I found like a lot of people that would have came into the boxing club would have been people on the street that maybe would have thrown their weight around. Yeah. And as soon as it was time to put the gloves on and get in the ring, they got a real uh, wake-up call because they really realized then, you know, when you get into the ring and you get in against somebody that's quite technical and quite skilled, it kind of brings you back down to ground. It brings you Levels back it. down to earth, doesn't it? Like jiu-jitsu, that's true. Like, me being a, like a striker and I love like a stand up and all like when I go in like there like I, I'm getting destroyed chokes like mm -hmm. me, like and it's, it is like it's very like uh, like our ego does take a hit like, people like choking you out like girls and all and then like it does it's really like a hit your ego but like that's again like, that's just you bounce back yeah. from that and, and get bigger you can either make it or break it definitely hundred yeah. percent yeah that's like that's a good thing about jiu-jitsu like it's very humbling and it's like a, it's a it's a patient you have to be very patient can with I, it can I see your belt I know you have yeah. it with you and I just seen it kind of hanging out of the bag there I'd this, love to see it though um, this is now uh, my pro my pro SK title so this is like the biggest the, like the biggest biggest one that I ever won like this is one that I never thought boxing association so this is the it's a heavy one isn't it yeah it's, it's really fair, heavy yeah. Oh, congratulations, it's well, absolutely amazing. I actually have nice a little have gift that. for you as well. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> coffee Juicy. conversations. Oh. Got your own coffee beans here. Conversations and coffee. This That's is from, from Brazil. It. Yeah, East Coffee Village in Clendalkin as well. We made Richie O'Sullivan. Yes, show the Richie. Richie's over Go here. Barista. Richie is the top barista around and he's looked after me and, and I don't really appreciate this. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be conversations and coffee. Definitely not, man. Without the coffee. So, Richie, yeah. thank you too. And Donald, yeah. thank you so much. No problem. Good man, Richie. Um, but as you were saying, actually, about the belts, yeah. Like, 
when I won the amateur belts, yeah, like I, I was still like I was like like I hit the like the top of the like the, what I wanted, but like I was still hungry. You know what I mean, like, like obviously that's not the like that wasn't the end goal. Like you know what I mean, that wasn't like oh, the guys and I have the belt. That's me done. Take your foot off the gas yeah. and no motivation anymore. And yeah, that actually, that, that actually pushed me more. Yeah, and I end up like then I went on and I won like two, I held two two titles in like two weight divisions. And yeah, that's that, that was a huge achievement and all for me. But this title, like there was a lot. There's a guy Keen Cowley as well. Like, he he had this title and, like and he was See, well. That's done, Larry. Um, Warriors gym. Warriors gym. Those lads. They're animals like all them. So he had that. He was like well known for the, having that belt. So I was like, oh man, imagine fighting those guys having that belt. Wow, but yeah. he then left the K- K- toy boxing scene and K1 and went into MMA. MMA yeah, he joined yeah, and he's done really well there too. I yeah. mean, he, he's actually really stepped up to the platform. Like, I mean, he's fighting over in Baran and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm brave. And, uh, yeah, brave. Yeah. But like, them guys are like a different level, and he's thrown himself right in the deep end. And I think with that, like, going in against guys that are really experienced and you know winning, and then sometimes you know taking yeah. a loss. It's not. It's like not the sound cliche here, but like John Cavanagh, the, the owner and founder of this gym, mm-hmm. his book is called Win or Learn. Yeah. So there is no really such thing as a loss. Like it's the exact same as Anthony Joshua only two weeks ago against Ruiz. People that are, as I always say as well, like people that always like are like the keyboard warriors, as you call them, like coming in, like are saying like, oh, like he's he he's shit, he's this or whatever. You say, realistically, them like like the likes of Kane coming into MMA, like he he took a risk. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. taking that's how you like progress. going from from a being a high profile figure in the but toy he didn't have to do scene. that he could have stayed there on top of that but he took it like he took a leap took a risk on it and he's getting rewarded for it and I think in life in general not just in martial arts but in anything you do like taking risks is a big thing you know what I mean when you hit like a lot of people hit their comfort zone and they're, they stay in that and they get comfortable but that's when you, you that's, stop growing you stop progressing you stop growing yeah exactly I always think like the people that take the risks and the people that get, put themselves out there to re-criticize that they the, do the things that people go is he crazy to do that or is he off his mind but then yeah. when the outcome ends up being spectacular or they end up gaining so much they're the ones that will yeah. the, but it's crazy when you think of like even we're, we're going back to this gym and Conor McGregor like but all the people that are in Conor McGregor's circle and the same people that will be training you and the same people you're working very closely they're going to be the same people that um, they're a select few it's a clique it's a circle that have been with him from the get go from the beginning yeah. and he has all the right people around him so he hasn't got any of these people naysayers or any how would you say um rogers that that's all yeah, that is out it's gone I, I remember when you when i used to play football and i used to go in and I, like it a lot of like slaggings and bands and used to kind of they used to be like if you're a nervous kid going into football like it's very intimidating like you know what i mean like there'll be like the little groups of lads like the, the good footballers and i mean you'd be kind of like you'd feel like kind of pressure like there's kind of like a lot of bullying i found in like mm-hmm. ball games like ga or football but picking I, and yeah yeah you know what I mean? but when i came into like, when here and there yeah but then when i came to spg there's a real like no matter like I, there's a kids class going now at the minute like it's it's such a family you get me like everybody's just yeah it's like a community yeah like everybody's here they help each other everybody's like-minded you know what i mean it doesn't matter if you're like like if you're like a like as you can say like a like mad into football if you're mad into rugby or you're like you love music and all everybody whatever here, your passion is yeah everybody in here find, accepts everybody yeah. and you know what i mean we're all like i find that about the mma community in general though i find like even the people that are like purple belts or black belts or brown belts no matter what they are to be honest i find a lot of them whether you're a white belt coming in they were once that and they know that and they're aware of it so they kind of have this approach like let me help you get to where i am yeah because everyone's on the same ladder everyone's on the same journey and 
Well, you're definitely like in here. It's like you help me, I help you. And it it's seems not to like, be yeah, that way. It's not yeah. like, oh, like oh, you help someone, they tell you, oh, see you later. Like if you're, everybody's what in here. What can like, I take from you? It's not like that. No, it's a, almost like a, a simple transaction. Like I'll give you this, and and you you help me with this, and we'll both grow. One hundred percent. And I think that's why SVG is so successful in that way. Because like if you're you're bad at jujitsu, but you have a good stand up, you can go, there's a lot of guys you can go to, and yeah. maybe they're not as good at striking yeah, yeah. as you. So you can go trade off each other. Yeah. Like you, he teaches you some jujitsu. Yeah, it's a win-win. Like you know what I mean? So yeah. like the both arts coming together, and you're getting better. So obviously, I was I was at one or two of your fights actually. I got two of the cards in the book council, but the first introduction I, I got to know you was through your first fight I seen. But what's the plan now? Like you haven't fought in a long time, and yes. when I say a long time, I mean it's a long time in the fighting world, but yeah. To other people, it's it wouldn't ma- be. It, yeah. It's only a couple of months, but it's just, it, it seems longer for someone that hasn't no, seen it. No, definitely, I agree with you. Like, mentally, you know? for me, like, I love being, like, I love progress. Like, like keep compete, going and going. Yeah. yeah, like, I'm never satisfied where I'm at. No. So, like, for me, I'm five months since my last fight. And, yeah, like, that, for that's me, actually, that's, a, that's a long time. But it's not really, retrospectively, yeah. it's just Christmas. Yeah, that's Christmas you know time, I mean? December. Yeah, yeah. But for me and you and somebody that has you know is following you and wants to see you get in and fight and compete again we're, we're eager we want it to happen again so have you got anything on the cards definitely yeah well i've I, as i decided after christmas i was like after that came one fight i won the pro title that was the that was all like, that was my yeah, big dream rightfully so you did deserve that yeah. to have a little break you that's know, it yeah take, like i went away and stuff spend and time I, on you yeah, yeah. and uh, that was like the big thing so then i was like right like i'm in an mma gym svg like you know what i mean I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to be like in glory or. No. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I was like, let's get. I'm gonna try to give MMA a shot now. And I, so I started now. The last five months I've been doing like with the pro team, John's team, and I'm trying to like learn jiu-jitsu, learn a little bit of wrestling. I'm trying to Walking bring it all together. Top level. Yeah. So I'm trying to get a an amateur fight. I'm not allowed to fight in the worlds of the Europeans because no. I fought professionally. Okay. In uh, K1. That's so, like a back step, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm not allowed oh, to go. Okay, the Europeans right, in the right. world is like, you, you'd go into that, like, yeah, and that's yeah, how you like. Yeah, so it's a big thing. But uh, anyone that's fought pro in any like discipline is not allowed to go into the Europeans or the worlds, you get me? So, so the next step for you would be to get a couple of am- amateur fights. Definitely, like, yeah, even like abroad, I wouldn't mind fighting like amateur. In yeah, you don't and, mind uh, where it is. Once you just get back into that environment, that atmosphere, you'll be happy, yeah. yeah. And I have a big fight now coming up, but I'm, then like again, I got derailed off that plan. I'm at to get a big offer from a big uh, toy boxing show called Yakow. So okay. they came to me with an offer, and I was like, ah, oh, like, I'm not going to... Jump into this. No, I, well, I actually just, I did. You I did, you did. Oh, I'm glad so to hear that. Yeah, Congratulations. So I'm fighting uh, July 27th brilliant. on this. This is one of the biggest shows that's going to be in Ireland. And is this in Ireland? Yeah, so it's going to be in, this, this is going to be in the Talabaswal Ta- Arena. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, this, like, everybody who's everyone is going to be on this show. Brilliant. Like, it's from the top level. Like, anyone in Ireland, like, there's lads coming over from Thailand, from England. Like, well, you'll see me there. You know that for sure. Definitely, I'll be there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and then anybody that's tuning in, um, if you follow Dano, which I'll pop above his Instagram handle, uh, he'll have it all through his social media, how he can get tickets. Um, he'll be giving kind of updates on the fight, which is brand new news to me. But I mean, it will be so out there. Fight's not announced yet, but I will. It'll be announced it'll very be soon. Announced yeah. very soon yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is probably my biggest fight today. Like, if I win this fight, like, this will set me off. Kind of. And then, what, what, just in general, then, for somebody that's, I suppose, looking at um, the MMA scene and looking at kind of uh, jiu jitsu or kickboxing or whatever it is, how do they get involved? How can they. Come down to the gym, sign up. What's the steps that they need to follow? All you have to do is walk in the front door. That's it. Like come that's, in, the, that's the hardest li- part. That's the it's hardest part. Once you're in the store, you're going to be welcomed straight away. There's going to there's a team here that will like show you around and all. Like if you want to join, just come in, walk in the door. Yeah, it's the best. That's great. There, that's, it's a life changer. But it is. It's open arms. It's a oh, community. Come yeah. on in, join. Never. Us. Don't feel intimidated. Like, Everybody's you know, welcome. There's not like most of the people out here are not here to be fighters. They're here just to like for confidence reasons for weight loss. Yeah, 100. Like I know a lot. And like, it's I, a social aspect. Definitely. Yeah. yeah like I have a class here that I teach on Tuesdays, and like a lot of guys in the class aren't here to be fighters. They're just here to enjoy it. 
yeah, it's a workout for them it's to a come hobby in. And it's an yeah. interest they have, yeah. Definitely, and no, it's, it's a stress amazing. reliever as well for it's a lot a of people. Massive stress yeah. reliever. I think um, with, with stress relief, when you think of like you're working at there nine to five or whatever, and you come and you do a class here, all that kind of. Um, tension you've got built up or stress or something has happened and you know you might be having a fall now at home or certain issues yeah. get out get in get all that stress out of you sweat believe, it out of yeah. it I believe exercise is a big thing for like I, as Tyson Fruzzi says I believe like getting out there exercise is a big, great thing for like depression anxiety I think it's a big no I think it's some, any medication. I don't think so I think exercise is a big big thing to help people mm-hmm. boost like get, get out there I think you're right yeah, I think you're right. sweat it like you know, get a workout in there release is good on dolphins mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a good thing to do yeah. what is ju- just to give uh, the people listening a little bit of an insight into you what's a typical week for you you know, Monday you teach classes. You're tr- aside yeah, so from all this, all this work and, and time you're putting into people coming to yeah. teach them. You know, their, the craft that you know well and, yeah. and the skills in here. You also have to train yourself. No, 100%. So like my, my weekly schedule, like I like I have to work obviously. So I'd start like for half four in the morning. I'd be working like say like till like I kind of like as a personal trainer, I have clients in and out. So I'm not. Do you set. know what? Funny you say that. Just before you continue, like the same thing when I interviewed Paddy Stacey. You know, you're very familiar with Paddy, and he's great. Great, great guy. Yeah. Good, good friends. Paddy was saying to me like the same. I actually thought that he would only be up at half five, six, and sometimes half four. Yeah. And I'm noticing about a lot of personal trainers. You guys are up way before your clients are up, and you're preparing and setting your day up and attacking yeah. the day. Yeah, because some guys, when you're coming in the door, people are like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're up like, probably an hour before two setting hours up, before, setting up a room amazing. or it's setting up a set, yeah. But continue, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was just saying, like, I'd start off and it'd be like half four, and I'd probably walk, have a, like, I have a few clients in till around eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and then I'd have my, like, it depends on, like, my day could be mixed up, it depends on. And your on week can change too, yeah. it's probably quite Like, flexible. I could be in work from half four in the morning until ten at night. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, be, I might not even be home, that like, I live in Rackhill. So like yeah. I, I couldn't be, maybe I might not go on till eleven. Then I'm okay. back up at half four. So, so like it's it, not really fixed. It's yeah, it's always like it's take a take it as it comes. As it comes, like it depends on what clients I have booked in. Do you enjoy in. that? I love it. You like, like, the, like the freedom. unknown, as in yeah. this week could be a mental one, or yeah. next week could be a bit more relaxed. Or let's when just I have take a it as it comes. Up, I, I do schedule a lot more. Like right now, like I have, I know when like my strength initiation strength initiation sessions are going to be. I know when I like I need a massage or when I'm going to be sparring. So I do schedule and I have a fight, but. When I don't have a fight, yeah, I, I love that freedom of like, you know, like meeting people. Absolutely, yeah. I, the thing I like You're like me too, I think. I, that's the whole reason, like, with the podcast. Um, coming up here and meeting yourself, I'm at the meeting, three people, three new people. Yeah. You know, Richie being one of them, um, who'll hopefully be on the podcast soon. Um, uh, you know, and a couple other guys, like, by putting yourself out there and, and speaking to one person and then getting to meet their mutual friends, like, that's how you meet people and that's how... The same way when you take on new clients, or the same way you take on a new class. And that's why I love the airpairs and training art in general, like, what, like for my fights and like the people and the connections that I've made from it. It's amazing. Even like I, like I never thought like oh like I'd be fine professional and have sponsors and. It's amazing like, though. No, at your age, especially like you're doing really mad. big things. Like, I'm really very, I, I'm very lucky. I have to say like I, I always say like the people that like came to me and helped me with my journey of like chasing what I want. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I like I like you, you don't realize it, but like I had like. Like it's just like saying the lads lounge in Tallow where I used to give me a haircut. Like those lads have been the last like three, four years always had me back, always like free haircuts and mm-hmm. looking after looking me, always after posting you, yeah. up there's stuff some, about me fights. There's some perks to it because they see how well you're doing and they're like, We want to help this guy because he came in when we were only starting off our business, yeah, yeah. just looking for a haircut or whatever it is, whatever the service is. But you were there supporting them and then when they see you doing well and climbing oh, up, it's, it's returned. Yeah. Let's back him. Definitely even though I've had like uh, for example, like when I was in the change room after a class one day I had a guy from um from uh, Jacob's Crackers, and he like he was like, oh, then I will give you a dig out and all. You know what I mean? They gave yeah, me a sponsor. Yeah. I had like 
and to compare as, as people might say it's, it sounds probably a bit mad like as in the relevance of MMA or kickboxing to crackers it's not about that it's the corporate side and of local things support. they're a massive massive brand yeah. supporting you that's what I'm saying like there's guys like that like I would have known like would have known me as a little child that had a lot older than me that Seen like they have companies yeah, yeah. like uh, there's a guy like there was body panel Darren Bourne like he, he's mm-hmm. a local guy he used to live next door to my nanny's where I grew up and I was only a little kid and he knew me like he knew me years and look what he's doing and how he came to me and like oh, look down I'm going to pay for like your, your strength training or your nutrition it's amazing like just like a, he was my nanny's next door like an, an older guy like he's a lot yeah, older than yeah. me like, just watching it, you growing up I know he's, he's yeah. like supporting me and he's like yeah then it's I want to help you no, I have to say and I'll be there at your fight the next fight 100% no I genuinely mean that I'll be yeah. keeping an eye out I know the, the date actually hasn't been officially released but as soon as that's released I'll be out I'll be sharing it around love um, it man yeah definitely I'll, I'll love be to putting see you there. up um, Dano's Instagram information, uh, DSBG information, and um, where do we get this coffee from? Where, <laughs> where can people buy this coffee, Richie? East Village, East Village. Village Coffee in Clondalkin Village. Um, I'm, I'm right in saying this, I could be wrong. You won the award for. Yeah, you won the award. I'm only there Come on, take a bit of credit there, no, Richie. Yeah, <laughs> you deserve it. So they won East Village Coffee. The Dublin's best. So they won Dublin's best coffee. Um, it's full circle coffee roasters. Um, I haven't tasted it yet, but um, I'll be going straight um, in the morning and making a cup of this. Are you a good coffee? Are you a coffee drinker? I'm, I'm a, I suppose the name of the, co- the, com- the conversations and coffee name came from me enjoying coffee, but at the same time, most people meet for a coffee yeah, and yeah. they have a conversation and they catch up and they get to know each other or whatever. So what I found was coffee is like, if you're going out on the weekend and you're having a point and you're meeting up with people or meeting up with a couple of the lads, yeah. yeah. Monday to Friday, I'm meeting with yourself and having an interesting chat. Yeah. We'll have a cup of coffee, we'll get to know each other. So that's oh, that'd be a nice little gift for that's, you. Well, no, we really appreciate it, thank no, you. No but that's, um, thank you, Richie, that's how I've got an interest in coffee, because it just brings people together. It, it, you know, it's a way to meet people, it's a way to socialise and, and have a, a good laugh and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that's where it kind of began for me with, with coffee. Like, I mean, I'm not an expert, I don't know really much about it at all now. It does go though. But yeah, it, yeah, it I mean, goes. it's something that um, I've began to have an interest in because it's bringing me closer to people and I'm getting to meet people because, do you want to meet for a cup of coffee? As, I, as yeah, you just said, connections, here. like exactly. you're making connections and that's so yeah. important, like definitely. No, and, and I think um, I've had you on the podcast now, you know, you've clearly showed your portfolio, you've done amazing things and I can't congratulate you enough. But I think it'd be a good idea maybe to get you on again in maybe a couple of months and we'll see, you know, your journey how it's progressed even more because I mean you're getting back on the scene now you're going to be fighting a lot more now yeah. in the next couple of months definitely going to change it up from kickboxing to MMA 100% yeah and, and I think we should get you back on in a couple of months to yeah. see how you've done and let yeah. people know and yeah, and um, actually as you were saying as well you were saying about like uh, like telling me more like about your journey and stuff like that. Uh, my like end goal like wasn't like as I, like when I was younger like when I was 18, 19, I'm 23 now. I was always like yeah UFC I'm gonna make it I'm gonna be in that but like even if I like that doesn't happen and I don't get to that what I learned is to appreciate like the, the like the that where it brings me mm-hmm. like the people that I've met the like the moments I've had in my mm-hmm. life like the like what type of person it's made 100%. you 100% yeah like the, I always like even like, I, like my, the first time when I won my first title like uh, I remember like I won, it was on my birthday I won my first belt I jumped out my mates lifted me in the air and all and like, family's there and I brought it back to me nanny and I was like nanny I told amazing you I'd win feeling, this yeah. yeah like stuff like that like that I'll never Promises forget Promises you've made to and, people, yeah. and like challenges and stuff that you'd assign to yourself with yeah. goals that's more stuff. important to me yeah than the actual yeah. end goal like my dad not and saying I'd say the hardest thing is getting the first belt because you got one and then they just kept coming you just seemed to kind of want another challenge and another yeah. goal and and it kept me on track in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it kept me from going down a bad, bad road. Yeah, you know which mean? is so amazing. Like, like, obviously, I, it's keeping your head straight. If you're not taking belts from it or you're not um, fighting or competing, you're 
distracted. Staying on, you're staying on, on the right path and you're, you yeah. know, keeping yourself going. Definitely, I think definitely martial arts did really give me a meaning in my life and it I really set me. Really, I think that's amazing, yeah. 100%, like it definitely gave me a goal and something to like go after because otherwise like I would have been off like probably out partying doing you never know like what yeah, could have happened you don't know what you would have been doing and I think now it's giving you a little bit more structure and when you you know start your week you've got a, an agenda you've got a schedule you need to meet you know you have to be here teaching such a class all these clients are relying on you and if you don't show up I mean yeah. you know Definitely, they don't yeah. get what they, they ask for so I mean you've got a responsibility now yeah. and once you've got responsibility then that's your motivation that keeps you going because 100%. you know I need to do this and I need to meet such goals by such times and I wish you the best of luck in the future and, thanks. and definitely thanks for having me on I really appreciate it no, 100%. Thank, thank you, you so much,